Hello, everyone, and welcome to Romance at a Glance. I'm your host, Bridget, and today we have an excellent episode coming at you, Officer Off Limits by Tessa Bailey. Before we get there, I just wanted to take a quick moment to shout out our new patron, Nina. What up, girl? How's it going? Very excited to have you in the Romance at a Glance family. Guys, if you want to support the show, go to patreon.com forward slash romance at a glance. Don't forget we are explicitly awesome, which means that you actually have to type in patreon.com forward slash romance at a glance. Don't try to search for us because you won't find us because, again, we are explicitly awesome. It is time to get into one of my rapidly becoming favorite authors, Tessa Bailey, because she's got the queen of dirty talk down. Entertainment Weekly called her the Michelangelo of dirty talk, which was very fun. Let's get into Officer Off Limits. Let's get it poppin', y'all. Romance at a glance. Uh huh. Romance at a glance. What you say now? Romance at a glance. Go ahead, girl. Okay, you guys, so we are talking Officer Off Limits, Tessa Bailey, Queen of Dirty Talk. This is book number three in the Line of Duty series. However, all these books are standalones. I also read book five because, as you guys know, once I start, it's hard for me to stop. And book four was not available at the Los Angeles Public Library, so I had to read number five. And it was to not hurt at all that I skipped number four. It was, like, not a big deal. So all these books can stand alone. I did not think this book suffered for having not read the first two. I didn't think it mattered. And it is a contemporary romance. Perhaps one might call it a cop romance. Mm. I did see a few people tagged it as romantic suspense. However, I do not really think it fits into that. Because despite the fact that he is a cop, it's not a suspense. It's a romance. No, it's a romance. And as Shawnee said, the cover art was super schmexy. Mm -hmm. And I liked Mm -hmm. it. I love the muscles. I love the muscles. Yeah. You ready for a quick synopsis? I'm ready for the synopsis. Give it to me, Bridget. Okay. Story is our fair heroine. And the book opens with her getting dumped two weeks before her wedding by her douche fiance who takes her to a seafood restaurant, even though she hates seafood. So as he's breaking up with her, she like waves the waitress over and is like, I'm going to need your most expensive champagne and your most expensive chocolate dessert to go on his credit card. I thank you. And the ladies, he's like, she doesn't want that. And the lady's looking at her and she's like, I just got dumped two weeks before my wedding. And she's like, I got you, girl. I got you, girl. (laughs) So she walks out. And then as she's going out, she gets a call that her dad, who lives in New York, she's in California, is in the hospital with a heart attack. And so even though they're estranged, she hops on a flight and flies over to help take care of him and meets at the vending machines. Every person's dream is to be at a vending machine deciding on a snack and have a snack walk over to you and say, (laughs) you can't get that. And then witty repartee with you about snack food while coming on to you and making it quite clear that he would like to fuck your brains out as fast as humanly possible from this moment. (laughs) And that is what Daniel does. And he is also a hostage negotiator, just like her dad. And he is in fact his protege and he has a troubled past. He was a foster child and also witnessed his foster sister um, shoot his foster father, and then she shot him, and he survived. The foster father did not. And so he has – that's kind of like a a baptism by fire. He was trying to, like, talk her down. He got her to let the other little kids leave, and that's kind of how he kind of got into that mindset of the negotiation. Mm -hmm. And then when Jack met him, he took him under his wing and sort of – mentored him up into the upper echelons of negotiation and they meet and there's an attraction 
Daddy Dearest is like, you better keep your hands off my daughter. <laughs> and Story's like, doesn't even know this is happening. And she's basically just taunting him. She's like, you talk a big game. I'll give you 60 seconds, son. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's just like, zero fucks. Because yeah. <laughs> she's like, I just got dumped. Whatever. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and that's kind of where the story goes from there. This story uh, started fast. Like, started fast. You're in the hospital. It. You Yeah, you were like in it. And then like... Uh, I like their little, um, that little witty thing in the beginning. Yes. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I liked that they walk into the, into the hospital room and he's like, oh shit, this is his daughter. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. I, I might have fucked up, but also she is hot. Yeah. And then the dad is like, don't even think about it. Yeah. And then he definitely thinks about it very soon after because oh, yeah. they start fucking around. Like <laughs> literally like, when they get back to the apartment that yeah, day. Yeah. It's like a couple pages. Yeah. <laughs> equivalent he's later. like, I'm not going to, that was one of my favorite things about Daniel. He's like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And then I'm she like, says I one did thing. It. He's like, I'm going to lick you until you scream. <laughs> and she's like, prove it. And I'm like, oh, he going to prove it now. Yeah. Oh, he gone for right now. Challenge that man some more. And uh, and he did not hold back. No. And the dirty talk. Oh, I told you. The Johnny. dirty talk. Boy, every every quote I have is just dirty talk. <laughs> I know. I was like, please, somebody say this to me. Shawnee, I told you, Tessa Bailey is the queen. Yes. You guys. Yes. Hopefully. She's the queen. At this time. point, we have scheduled an interview with her. And we are hoping that it will be in time for it to come out before this episode. But it may be coming out after this episode, depending on scheduling. But I'm stoked to talk to her. I'm just going to, like, quote back all her dirty talk at her and be like, let's talk about it. Let's. <laughs> let's, let's get weird. Let's get weird today. Let me stare you in the eyes as I read you, you know back. I won't do that. Your I would never talk stare lines. her in the eyes. That's rude. I don't, you know, I don't like to be saying to you in the eyes. That's fucking awkward. I would never do that to her. But I will stare off to the side while I read her dirty talk back to her. Luckily, we're on Zoom and you can't really <laughs> stare anybody in the eyes because your eyes are always kind of looking exactly. down. Exactly. Because so. I'll be reading it, obviously. Yeah. I'm not going to memorize it. I'm not a fucking psycho. Oh, but <laughs> I might. <laughs> Let's get awkward. Let's get weird. Okay, so yes, the dirty talk starts so quickly. Yes. So basically, they go back to the house and he's like talking this game mm-hmm. and she's like, yo. I will set a timer for a minute. You have 60 seconds to prove that you're not all talk. And he's like, the things I want to do to you are going to take more than 60 seconds. And she's like, whatever, bro. You have 60 seconds. (laughs) And then he goes in slow. And then he kisses the life out of her. Yes. She orgasms on his leg Mm -hmm. while he's grinding it up in her. I was like... Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great beginning. Great beginning. Great beginning. That's a great start. Mm -hmm. Then he's like, You better not go outside and walk around at night. This is New York City. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, Oh, please don't say okay. And she's like, "Um, Actually, I am going to go out tonight and I'm going to get drunk and it's going to be dark (laughs) and you can kiss my ass. You can kiss my ass. (laughs) And I was like, Snap, 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 snap. You tell him. Mm -hmm. And then she does go out and get drunk. (laughs) <laughs> with her friend Hayden, yeah. and who I assume is going to end up with one of the other guys, and that's the setup, yeah. of course. And um, they end up at the cop bar because that's where her dad sent her. Because spoiler, the dad is like trying to set them up. It turns out, <laughs> but she ends up at the cop bar and she's singing karaoke in like this, you know, fun slinky sort of dress. And he sees her on stage and he like loses his mind and walks over and is like, "Get your own right now!" <laughs> and she's like, "Um, no, no. you don't." own me and then she tells him if you um go up there and sing karaoke i'll let you take me home tonight and i was like oh we're going to 
And so it. he goes. He, he does. Goes. He was like, he's just like, I was like, sang it. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> let me clear my throat. Me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'll do it. And then she like jumps in his arm and kisses him yeah. in front of everyone. And everyone's like wolf whistling. And I was like, I've been there. And she's also like, I thought you might come tonight. Yeah. She's like, I knew we would end up together tonight. And I was like, yeah, you did, girl. Yeah, 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 you did. Also, like, I definitely saw his dad matchmaking from the beginning. Like, I it did was, not. You did not? Like, it, like when I they didn't. both come to the whole, t- the, when they both came to the hospital room, like, because he wanted Oh, that, by then I, then I, I was knew. Like, but before that, I didn't know. Yeah. Like before that, I suspected because he kept saying, "Don't touch my daughter," but go take her to do a thing, and, and <laughs> okay, whatever. Take her to the Mets game, which like, is a little suspicious. Yeah, and that sounds really strange. And I was like, "The dad is probably matchmaking." And then when they both came for the breakfast, I was like, "Yeah, he's definitely matchmaking." That's exactly okay. What's well, I did here. not pick that up as quickly as you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did like that. So okay, so after karaoke, um. They go back to the the apartment yeah. and they're like making out and about to get it on. And it turns out he has no condom. Yeah. She has no condoms. And she's like, takes off. And he's like, well, I don't know. And she like takes off her shirt and starts like pinching her nipples. And she's just like, go downstairs to the deli, get a condom. Yeah. And I'll he's wait like, right here he's like, ah, <laughs> but then the funny part is that he's she like, falls asleep. he's like, I've been gone three goddamn minutes and she falls asleep. <laughs> I've also done this. And I feel like that's someone. Yes. 100%. I feel like that's Sorry, you missed your window before yeah. I passed out. And, um, but then he wakes her up in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and they get it on. They get it on. Pound town. Whoo. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes. <laughs> he took her to Pound Town, bought her an ice cream, gave her a tour. <laughs> yeah. It's like, welcome to Pound Town. Welcome. This is where you will be living yeah. for the foreseeable future. <laughs> oh my God. I, first of all, the sex, she writes great sex scenes. Great sex scenes. So much dirty talk. Mm. So much wonderful dirty talk. As you guys know from listening to the podcast, me and Shani are both very big into the dirty talk. Auditory. I want my mind to be involved. I want my imagination to be involved. You don't have to do any of the things you're going to say you're going to do. Just Just say that they're there. The possibilities in the air. Like, and I put it this way, like, if you are saying what you're going to do to me, my brain can't think of anything else. Yeah. So if you're inputting information, I can't think like, what am I having for breakfast? Right. What's, you know, so input all Or it's just like anticipation of the next, like. And it builds a world that I'm like, "Mm -hmm." Mm -hmm. you know. Are you going to do? Are you? And you're going to, yeah. Okay. Wow. Let me get excited. <laughs> uh, so, so it's great, and it is not like very like super vanilla, like gentle sex. Yeah, like he takes her to Pound Town. Pound Town. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I'm, I'm saying they they stayed there. They, oh, had, yeah. they had a weekend stay. Yeah, there. They, did. <laughs> they got reservations. Yes. <laughs> and then I love that he takes her to the Mets game. Yeah. And his friends are like. Ooh, did you have a good night last night? And he's like, don't talk about her that way. Because <laughs> he's such a playboy. He's a playboy. But now this is serious. This is mm-hmm. story. We don't talk about story this way. Super serious. We just talk about all the other women this way. Yeah. Not story. <laughs> um, but I love that this is one of my favorite quotes. I had so many in this book, Jenny. But this is one that's not related to sex. But he's he's like trying to, in his mind, turn over a new leaf. He's like, on Friday night, he completely bullied her. He dragged her from the bar, gave her hell for her onstage performance, roughed her up in bed. Tonight, he would be Mr. Tranquility. 
Nothing would rattle him. By the end of the date, she'd see him in a new light. <laughs> Daniel, the thoughtful, fun-loving Mets fan. He pulled off complicated negotiations on a weekly basis. He could absolutely pull this off. And like five minutes later, he's like, his little hands are like raking up higher and higher and higher on her leg, on her skirt at the Mets game. And they're like daring each other to like get more aroused and like go to the car. Yeah. And I was like, I loved it so much. I love I just love it. I love when the characters can't, like, keep their hands off each other. Because that's such a fun thing for me as the reader to be a yeah. part of. Like, I want to be there where they, like, love each other and you're lusting and you're having fun. Yeah. Like, that, those are my favorite books. Yeah. I love that feeling. And the well, Mets game, well, it's like, the height. <laughs> Everything's getting heightened and his hands dragging. And then she's like, we could go to the car and he's like B. <laughs> nothing fucking happens at fucking Mets games no nothing happens at I mean, well and then they hear on the radio that they win at the end so something did happen something did but and he tries to convince her they have to do it every game for the rest of their lives so the Mets <laughs> can keep winning but like you ever been to like baseball I mean I don't let me tell you I've only gone to like maybe three one was like a field trip in school yeah but, Freaking baseball games take forever. Forever. So you could go to your car, bang one out, come back, and it's oh, still hell only yes. the freaking Oh, my third God, inning. yes. You could have sex, like, every inning. Every inning. For a long time. Yeah. A lot of sex. Like, Not a quickie. You could have an extended session during every inning. I was like, Who, what, what is this? Why are we here? Yeah. Why are we here still Why at this game here? when we could be in the back of your car fucking, fucking our brains our out? Fucking our brains out. You know? That was a hot sex scene, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I just thought the sex in this book was just great. Because no matter what, that dirty talk put me into it. Mm-hmm. And she writes great dirty talk. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And honestly, if the book's not going to give me depth, then give me dirty talk. Yeah. Well, I think there's, like, obviously books that you read for different reasons. And yeah. like, this is a great book to read if you want to have, like, just, like, a blast. This this could go on my quickie list. Like, yeah. that list of books I have that I'm literally, like, I, I know something that's going to get me there mm-hmm. real quick. Yeah. This, this could definitely go on that list. Yeah. Like, every book I've ever read by her has... She nasty. She nasty. <laughs> So Tessa excited. Bailey, man. So excited to Tessa, talk we going to talk to you. We're going to talk to you, girl. We're going to talk to you, girl. We're going to need to know some things. <laughs> Get ready. I, yeah. So, basically, uh, he obviously fails, and they immediately go to Pound Town in the yeah. car. They don't even make it home. <laughs> and it's, like, super hot. Yeah. And she's riding him in the back seat, and then they hear some people outside, and he's, like, covering her mouth so she's not screaming. Oh, yeah. And she gets more excited about the danger, and he's like, oh, my God, she's the perfect woman. I love her so much. <laughs> and, um, and then the next day, or I don't know if it's the next day, but, like, the next thing is he... She, like, I think it's that night, actually. She thinks he's going to, like, come in. They're going to, like, have sex all night. Yeah. And he's like, I want you to stay the whole summer. Like, I don't want you to go home in a week. I want you to stay. I like you. I think this is going somewhere. Stay with me. And I was like, the feel. (laughs) She got me with the steam, and then she just hit me with the feel, Shani. I was like, he wants her to stay. Stay. He wants her to stay so much he doesn't even have sex with her again that night. Mm -hmm. Because he's like, I want you to know I'm serious. I Well, she's like, you're a playboy. And he's like, what? Why do you see me this way? How dare you? How dare you? Listen to the truth about my past. (laughs) To love from the very recent past. Yeah. Two weeks ago. So instead, what I'm going to do is not give you the dick. Yeah. And court you so you know I'm serious. Yes. 
Which I think was a solid strategy. I mean, it was. It worked. It worked for, for a little bit. But then she bit. sent him like a sexy video and he yes, was like, he's like, <laughs> Rum Springer's over. Rum Springer. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Wait, before that, she says, like, they do have like one or two times they see each other in between. But she says, um, he's proving it to me, but he's also proving it to himself yeah. that he can do it and that he can be the type of like partner that he wants to be and stuff which yeah. i thought was actually a very nice sentiment because sometimes it's not so much even about convincing the other person it's like changing your own mentality about who you are and who you can be yeah that it becomes a hard thing um but right after i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna take you to bridget sexy corner bridget sexy corner because right after she sends him the sexy picture which was the end of the bet if the mets won she had to send him a picture in a jersey it didn't have to be sexy but a picture of her in a mets jersey yeah but she wears her friend only has a child size one so she ties it on and it like goes to only her waist um or, like, shows completely her waist, rather. And she puts on, like, some cute little undies and some high heels and tossles her hair and takes a sexy photo. And he immediately, he's, like, teaching. <laughs> First of all, PSA. If you are lecturing, do not have your cell phone on. <laughs> Certainly don't check text messages from someone that you're dating. Yeah. Because you never know what they're sending. And in never this case, know. it was a saucy photo. Yeah. And he immediately dismisses class because he gets a boner. And he has to rub one out right there. <laughs> And he calls her up, and she goes into the, she's in the bathroom when they talk, and this is what he says, Shani. Now tell me, what did I do to you in that stairwell? Did I fuck you, baby? Yes. But I did something else first, didn't I? Her gasp answered his question. I think you pictured me kneeling between your thighs. Tell me I'm right. You're right. How did you, how did I know? Oh, sunshine, I know so much about your body. For instance, I know you're still petting yourself like I asked, but you need two fingers inside you now. And I was like, she gonna have an orgasm right now and then she's like he's like i want to see you tonight and she's like oh, i'm going to this thing she's like he's like get me on the guest list. <laughs> he's like i'm gonna be there yeah <laughs> That's we're what's seeing happening. each other <laughs> <laughs> and then he shows up and every woman's like turning their head at him yeah and he like comes over i like you know what i liked about that is he's like prowling over to her and she's chatting with some other like people shit she had just met like having a good time and he, like, comes over and, you know, she gets lured by the magnetism. Like, they just had great phone sex. They haven't seen each other in a few days. I yeah. was like, oh, I would get lured. And he's about to be like, like, they're both like, should we get out of here? And then Hayden comes over and he immediately, like, orders some drinks for Hayden yeah. and for her. Like, he immediately is like, oh, your friend's here. We're not going. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, he doesn't, like, sulk about it. He's not, like, standing around awkwardly. Yeah. He's like, oh, your friend's here. So, obviously, we're not going to go right now. We'll we got to get her a drink. We got to talk to her. And yeah. like, I thought that that was like one of my favorite things. I mean, this book obviously had a lot of great things, but in terms of a relationship yes. versus just the sexy parts, I was like, oh, that's, that's like what you want from a partner or boyfriend or husband. It's yeah. like, you want the guy who's like, I want to go fuck your brains out. Oh, but your best friend's here. Your so friend's here. like, well, she's really important. So we have to obviously be here for her and talk yeah. to her and then we'll go fuck each other's brains out. Yes. Um, We'll have plenty of time to fuck each we other's pl- brains out. plenty of time to fuck each other's <laughs> So there was this one quote that I liked. Well, there's a couple quotes that I liked, but this is also a dirty talk. So I'm going to go into mm. Bridget's sexy corner. Please. For a minute. Join me. Uh, and it was, so this is Daniel. And he's like, why didn't I take you again this morning? If I could do it again, I would roll you over and suck on your nipples until you were wet enough for me. I always have to make sure you're slick, baby. You're so tight. She gave a choked cough. 
I can't believe you're saying this to me while I'm standing in line for coffee. <laughs> and I was just like, anytime is the time for dirty talk. <laughs> yeah. It's like almost especially if you can't say anything back. Yeah. So you can just take it. And you're just like, all the things you want to say are like just you're, in you. Squeeze. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, when I get home, when I get home, you go get it. You go get it. <laughs> Um, did you catch the part where she called him dude after sex? Oh, yeah. So they were at, they were banging, and then right after they, like, roll, both roll over, catching their breath, and she's like, dude. And he's like, I cannot believe you just called me dude. And she's like, no, no, no. And California has a lot of different meanings. Yeah. And he's like, so what did you mean? And she's like, oh, that was the highest dude compliment possible. Yeah. And I was like, it made me laugh so hard. I was like, that is so true, California. First of all, I say have said dude my whole life, but also yeah. since moving to California – I can say a lot. I yeah. can say dude. But <laughs> dude. 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 It is. It's like one of those. Dude. It's like. It's like fuck. I can say fuck, everything. Or it's like bitch. Like bitch. 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 <laughs> bitch, please. Though I have found that I have these awkward situations that happen. So like I, it is like my nightmare in life to misgender someone, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever gender you want to be called, whatever your pronouns, I will do them. Mm-hmm. But dude is such a word that we use you mm-hmm. use genderlessly. Mm-hmm. However, it's like every now and then I'll be like, dude. And I'll be like, fuck. Did they take that as a misgendering? Mm. Or, or guys. Or I say guys, guys a yeah, lot. Or guys. And like, I'm like, well, oh shit. Did they, like, I, I, like, I don't, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm not, you yeah. know, like, so I'm always not sure of the etiquette yeah. of dudes sometimes. So I've been yeah. trying to avoid it. Yeah. Someone was like, well, would you talk to a whole group of people and say, hey girls, if you didn't know all their genders. And I was like, I understand that the sense of guys it. is the patriarchy. Yeah. I understand. However, it's a hard one to break. It just rolls off the tongue. Dude just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Dude. Can't, dude. Can't be like dude. gals. Yeah. Gals. <laughs> gals. Gal. <laughs> That's not going to work. It'll be like, yo, dude. Get your boo. Um, I. Okay. So basically, eventually we find out that her dad officially, Shawnee knew already. I was not wise right away, um, was the one to set them up. Yeah. Did you see it coming, though, that he was the one who broke up her and her fiancé? No. I did not see that coming, but I also thought that was the craziest, weirdest melodrama of all melodramas. a lot of melodrama. So he basically... So it turns out that her ex-fiancé was, like, swimming in debt, lying to her, and... Her dad probably had a private investigator. Yeah, the dad... I was gonna say, the dad for sure had, like... Yeah. Like, was investigating her life her whole life, which she was also, too. Yeah. Back, so it's fine. And find her dad found out about the debt and basically was like, I'll pay off your debt, break up with my daughter, and call off the wedding. And so he did, because he's a douchebag. Yeah. Only a douchebag would obviously take that deal. And he also took her to a seafood restaurant, and he should know better after yeah. dating that she doesn't like seafood. And... Obviously, this is the first time that Story is finding out that her dad has paid off her ex-fiance. And Daniel, thankfully, did not know because that would have been real that fucking weird. Rough. That would have been rough. And he, Jack, I thought, said something really nice, which was like, of course I'd want you to be with my daughter. Like, you're the only one with a low opinion of yourself. We all think you're <laughs> great. And he's like, oh. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that coming. That. <laughs> Plot twist. But I also thought it was really, like, that feeling, I felt like she did a good job writing that heart in the moment, heart in the mouth moment where she leaves 
And then the ex-fiance follows, and she's like, I need time, Daniel. Leave me alone, basically. I mean, I'm paraphrasing. She doesn't say that meanly, but she's like, I don't know anything anymore. Like, runs away. (laughs) And he's, like, devastated because she leaves, you know, in his mind with the guy she should be with, the ex-fiance, who's, like, a terrible person and whatever. Yeah. But he, of course, is wrapped up in his own mind. And um, I felt his pain at that moment. I was sad for him. Mm. And then we finally get to the hostage part. (laughs) This whole time, she's had a creepy, creepy neighbor. Creepy neighbor. Who isn't a horrible person, just a creepy neighbor. And she's also dating a hostage negotiator. So Mm -hmm. I was like, well, she has to get kidnapped. Yeah. Or she has to get a hostage. There has to be a hostage situation. The setup was there. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, the whole book, I was like, why is she getting The whole book is like, oh, she felt unsafe with the I know, and I was like, is he going to snatch her now? Yeah. Who is she going to get snatched? Yeah. But she gets taken actually at the hospital because his, the whole sort of subplot of his character is that his mom got sent home from the hospital because they can't pay and the insurance won't pay. And so he's going to argue with the, like, hospital admin, whatever person about the bill. And he has a gun and he pulls the gun out and then, or, you know, he pulls a gun from the guard and then he sort of like kind of panics and then she happens to be right near him because she recognized him and was kind of walking towards them to like maybe diff- help or something. He grabs her as a hostage. They go into like a little office. And then obviously helpful that they have hostage negotiators on site. And um, she basically just like has been following her dad's career her whole life and like listening to what he always says and reading books about it. And so she just like... T- calms herself down yeah. and she connects with him. She like basically does all the things you're supposed to do. She like connects yeah. with him as a person. She asks him what he wants. She gets him what he wants. He wants a nurse for the mom. She promises that she'll have it. She forces her dad to pay for a live-in nurse for the, <laughs> the guy's mom for like ever, even though he's going to go to jail. Yeah, He's like worried he's going to get shot. And she's like, I promise no one's going to shoot you. And then the her dad wants to like bust the door down and Daniel's like, no, she said she's got this. Like we have to give her time. I trust her. And I was like, that's a five-star man right there. <laughs> that's a five That's a five-star man or five-star stupid, but <laughs> I mean, well, the chances of her getting shot if they like busted it in, I feel like we're pretty high. They are true. That I mean, that is true. However, they are trained hostage negotiators. <laughs> <laughs> trusted her, Sean. <laughs> You never like these suspense books because you don't like to suspend any disbelief. Listen, you suspend disbelief for I'm fucking not, vampires and Valkyries listen, and all kinds of other things. Shani, you need to suspend disbelief just, that listen, that man trusted her. He knew listen, she could handle it. They didn't lose points for me. Okay, I, I thought it was plausible that it's possible. because of her dad. I think that, he would have. He didn't say we'll wait forever. He yeah, said we'll give her a few minutes. Give her a few minutes. Like yeah. So I, I'm just I'm making jokes. I did. They didn't lose points Good. for me in this part of the book. Good. <laughs> Shawnee. <laughs> and then basically, obviously she doesn't die and he takes her back to the apartment and he's like, I need to be inside you right fucking now. And she's like, I need you to be inside me because I'm, she's like losing it and she needs him to like yeah. bring her back down, which I've been in that situation and totally get that. Yeah. Then he sees her bags packed and he's like, please don't leave me. <laughs> Stay with me. I'll do anything you want. I'll follow you to California. Please don't go. And she's like, I just have to go get the rest of my stuff. I'm moving here. And he was like, say what? Say what? First of all, like you glossed over it very quickly, but I did like that when they were like, you know, having to reconnect after this situation. Yeah. He was basically like fucking her and telling her like, why the fuck did you put yourself in this 
position. Yeah. I'm so mad at you. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm so mad at you. Yeah. Like, thrust up. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It talks about him, like, pushing her up the bed yeah. with his yeah. fucking pelvis yeah. while he's also arguing with her and, yeah. like, berating her She's over like, I know putting I'm herself going. in a bed. She's position. like, becoming a hostage? I yeah. didn't get <laughs> Or whatever, which I thought was kind of hot. Yeah. Uh, it was. Yeah. It was. It was very hot. You know, so the book so, was hot. The book was hot. What was that? Yeah. Shawnee, did I hit the steam for you? You hit the steam for me. Yeah. I knew Tess Bailey was going to do it yeah. for you. Yeah. I knew it. The dirty talk. I the mean, d- fuck, I know. Fucking dirty talk. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, like, I don't know. Well, let's take a quick break and then let's tell everyone what our favorite quotes are. Hello, best friends. Thank you for being loyal listeners of Romance at a Glance. We're so happy to have you. If you'd like to support us further, head over to Patreon where you can become one of our patrons. We've got a lot of great perks, such as merch and a super secret discussion group where Bridget and I talk to you directly about all things romance and all things nasty. So come on over. And now, back to our show. All right, you go first, honey. What quotes you got for me that we didn't already mention, obviously? I'm going into Bridget's sexy corner. (laughs) Okay. What's the matter story? Do you want me as deep as I can go? Yes. Say it then, baby. Say, Daniel, please fuck me deep. Mm. I was like, yes. yes. To say yes, please, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel please. please fuck me deep, Daniel. <laughs> Boy, I'll man. Beg. I'll beg. I ain't about begging. What you want me to say? I'll say whatever I'll you want what me to say. say <laughs> First of all. As long as it's not about humiliation, as long as it's just begging, I'm well, into it. Yes. Like, the, the act of, like, first of all, I mean, beyond dirty talk. If they say that shit right next to your ear, Oof. they whisper that shit right next Oof. to your ear, or even if I hear the breathing next oh, to yeah. my ear, it's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. I'm like, it's over. I don't even know what the fuck you're saying at this point, but I'm just- It's not over. Let's go. It's not over. <laughs> Makes me think of the notebook. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I did, it's still not over. I did see the notebook. I'd like you to nice. give me props for that. I did see that movie. A cultural phenomenon. Well done, John. <laughs> One of the biggest romance, one of the biggest romances of our generation. It's a great movie, though. It is a great movie. Really good book too. <laughs> the sequel, The Wedding, is really good. If you guys I read any that. Nicholas Sparks, there's no movie. I think oh. they should, well because they changed the ending of the Notebook movie, and it's different from the book. And also, oh, the wedding didn't make sense no more. Yeah, the wedding doesn't make sense anymore. But the wedding is about their kid reconnecting or no their daughter reconnecting with her husband and they've like drifted apart and the husband realizes it and so he basically goes for advice from the dad because the dad doesn't die at the end of the notebook and he says like what did you do and he said well i you know kind of like tells her tells him some of the story and so he starts like walking every morning and he loses some weight and gets in shape and kind of like gets himself happier and then he starts like you know, like buying her flowers and treating her better and engaging with her more and like f- basically like fixing all of his issues and like apathy and stuff yeah. and writing, he starts writing her letters and he basically makes her fall in love with him all over again. Aww. And then they have a wedding at the end. I like this. Where his adult children like help him throw a wedding and, and they were kind of like mad at him for being like, you know, salty with the mom and um, it's a really lovely book. I think it was better than the original notebook, but unfortunately that movie can never be made because they changed the ending. I guess it could. <laughs> it could he could like read their story or some bullshit. But. Yeah. Anywho, side, 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 fun note. If you like Nicholas Sparks and you like a little bit of feels, the actual notebook book is good. And this is the wedding. Nice. 
I have a so I had so many. Okay. I've already told you about a bunch. But this one is a short one. Okay. Um so this is when they first are about to hook up early in the book, very early in the book. And he says, tell me, in your mind, what are we doing in that bed? Are we fucking nice and slow? Are you making me sweat for it? And I was like, sweat for it. (laughs) I choose a sweat for it. I choose a a sweat for it. (laughs) For 100, thank Uh, you. Pick me, pick me. Sweat for it. I know the answer to this one. It's a a sweat for it. it. Uh, you got another one? Uh, no, that's that's that it. For me. Uh, they were just gonna be literally dirty tug lines. It was gonna be a whole list of dirty tug lines. Yeah, I mean, I resisted. <laughs> if you guys go on my um, Goodreads highlights of this book, you can see a whole bunch of other things, or you could just read. <laughs> it's not that long. What was your story rating? Uh, my story rating was I gave this book a three. Okay, um, so it's kind of along the lines of LJ. Okay. Right? Who I also gave a three. Um, To me, the story itself, like, it was barely any story. There was barely any backstory. There was barely any depth of character for me. Mm -hmm. However, I didn't give a fuck because I like the dirty talk. (laughs) Uh So so I thought, like, solid book. It's going in my smut shelf for, like, those Mm -hmm. quickie days when I just need... I don't have to... This book has so much smut in it that you don't have to, like, scroll through to try to find it. You could probably just pick a chapter and there's some smut in there for you. Yeah. Like... And that's and that's what the quickie shelf is for. Mm-hmm. It's for like I don't want to have to find good parts, and I want the parts to last long enough mm-hmm. so that I'm getting the real good feels. Got it. So this is going on my shelf. Smut. This is going on my smut shelf. Okay. Solid three. Okay. Well, that's of the book. What did she think of story? <laughs> oh, story's her fucking name. <laughs> I keep forgetting that her name is fucking story. <laughs> well then. <laughs> In that case. In that case. Also, gave story a three. Okay. <laughs> um, honestly, I just gave her a three because I didn't feel like there was enough depth of character for me to judge these characters. Gotcha. I liked them for what they are, mm-hmm. but I was like, I don't really know that much about her. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, which is still okay because mm-hmm. I just want the sex. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> what about you? What did you give a story? I gave her a four. I liked her. I liked that, like, she refused to let him make her feel cheap. Mm-hmm. I liked that she was, like, constantly, like, challenging him and, yeah. like, well, show me. Prove it. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do about it? Like, egging him on. And I was like, yes, please. Yes, please. Um, I liked that she was not so concerned about the fact that she was just – you know, a fianced recently. Yeah. Because I feel like in a different author's hands or a different story, that could have been a real melodrama point. And I liked that she was like, it feels like this could be a rebound at the beginning. And then she's like, this doesn't feel like a rebound. Is it too soon? And then she's like, no, if it feels right. Like that relationship wasn't, didn't feel right. I didn't feel like myself. Now I feel like myself. Yeah. Bam. End of story. You shouldn't have to keep Both. overthinking it, <laughs> which I liked because like, yeah, sometimes I'm just like, I don't want to be bogged down. I want to be happy. I want to be and happy. this book made me very happy. I, I, I can feel that. I can feel that. Uh, what did you give our hero? I gave him a five, Johnny. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why? Well, I was going to think about a four. But then I was like, you know, we don't do half stars. I'm going to give him a five. Because he's took her to Pound Town. You uh-huh. know, like when they take him to Pound Town. Yeah. He trusted her to know her own mind. And he, like, 
immediately asked her to stay without like pussyfooting around. Yeah. This ain't no pussy ass bitch. This is a man. And he was like, yo, we got some here. Stay the summer. Let's figure it out. (laughs) I like you. Yeah. And I like that a lot. And obviously, dirty talk. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Five stars. Five stars. Okay, so I was between a 3.5 and a 4. Okay. So I'll round up to 4. Well, we don't do 3.5. So. I know. So I'll round up. But sometimes I'm like, mm, but they're not a 4, you know. Um, but I'll round up to 4. And for a lot of what you said, mm-hmm. um, for that whole thing when it's like a man can be like a player bone. If he wants to grow up for you, he will. Yeah. And he'll show it. Yeah. And and he did. He sang for her. Mm-hmm. He was like, you want me to sing karaoke? What do you want, what'd you want me to sing? What you want me to sing? He was like, what you want me to sing? <laughs> I can take you home. I can take you home. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll you know see. what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so I I like that he stepped up for her. I like that he was communicative in the fact that he was like, yo, I want you to stay. Like, you know, I like that she was staying and she wasn't moving in with him. Like their story doesn't mm-hmm. end with her them like being together per se. Right. But it ends with them continuing the conversation of like being dating. together. Dating. They're dating now. They're not like married. Exactly. But she's moving in with her friend. Yes. And they're dating. And they're dating. Right. You know, which I thought was a great place for the story to end. I That's still happily ever after. And they didn't have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, always trying to have babies in these epilogues. Always trying to have babies. You know what I'm saying? So like I 22 was, years old. I was totally. And I was pregnant. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so I was totally down for that. Like, um, and I, I, they gave us a, a little bit more of a backstory I felt for him and his like trauma or whatever. But mm-hmm. again, I still felt like, like, I don't know. I still didn't feel like the characters were super deep. But I think that's also the point of the book. I think Tessa Bailey had, knows her niche, and it's like get people. Well, off. These, this was also for the Entangled's brazen imprint. So this is a shorter. Oh, these are shorter get off books. Yes. Oh, more erotica. There's only 245 pages, oh. so it's a shorter. Well, if this is if that's the goal of these books, then yes. I would give this book a four okay. instead of a three. Okay. Because it, it is, it is, it is a, sh- it does that. It is a shorter. Because yeah. she writes other books, like the the tools of engagement was her yeah. most recent one, and those are long. I mean, they're three hundred pages or whatever. So yeah. those are longer, and it's more, kind of weird knowing more that more depth of story. This is for yeah. the brazen. Well, knowing that makes it a little bit, it kind of changes my opinion a little bit more because it's like if. Like, we read romance novels, and I think we, you know, especially, like, in historicals, I have a, a different sort sure. of standard. Sure. If this book is specifically meant to get you off yeah. and the brazen Five whatever, <laughs> then, then, it, then uh, for me, then I'm like, oh, it's a solid four because it gives me just enough story that yeah. I can get into it. Right. It's and only then, 240 pages, bang. though. It's like, yes, it's not a long book. You know what I mean? And if that's <laughs> what you're after, this book delivers. Okay. Tessa Bailey. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I said he was a McDirty talker. Mm-hmm. What did you say? I mean, he's a make needs to wash his mouth out with soap. Oh, <laughs> you know I like saying? that one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a good one. Do you kiss your mama with that mouth? He's a, a mic, do you kiss your mama with that mouth? <laughs> ah, that was a good one, <laughs> Oh, man. That's funny. I like that one. <laughs> I thought Coco B, who rated it four stars, was my favorite review. And she said, Officer Off Limits is the third installment in the Line of Duty series, but can definitely be read as a standalone. Agree. Along with Tessa Bailey's other books, I really enjoyed this one. This book was exactly what I wanted and expected. This author always delivered a good story filled with bossy 
dirty talking possessive alpha males to fall head over heels for strong feisty females and seriously hot and steamy love scenes strong friendships humor and passion loved it i was like you get me coco you get me coco v (laughs) well i don't like my review anymore because (laughs) i feel like i've been presented with new information (laughs) you guys see how much so much research johnny does before these (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding no you you don't have to be kidding it's true it's true When I, I just pick up the book and I read it. <laughs> Actually, that's true. Because last season you did all the research and this season I did all the research. I was just like, what does Bridget have for me today? What do I have for I don't, today? I don't read the, the synopsis of ahead of time. I've been trying oh. to like, yeah. Oh, you're just dipping in fresh. Fresh. Ooh. Yes. So if you haven't read me the synopsis, I don't read it. That's exciting. Because I'm excited to just get the whatever the randomness is that's coming at me. You know, I feel like when I read the book, I get an impression and start building kind of a expectation. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm not. I'm just going to go on whatever ride Bridget takes yeah. me. <laughs> I'm going to trust the process. Trust it. You know what I'm saying? 2020 is the, the yeah. year of trusting the process. Trusting Bridget's <laughs> dirty talking process. You never done me wrong, Bridget. You never done me wrong. That's true. So, uh, but yes, I do feel like I've been presented with new information. <laughs> well, just read your old review anyways, and you can just say why you didn't okay. don't agree with it okay. now. Don't search a new one. I won't. Can, no, I wasn't going to search a new one. I was just not going to read one. Oh, but, yeah. No, um, just, no, read it to it. Read it to the people and tell us what, what's new, what changed your mind. Okay. So this says, three stars. I like it. I think this is the last of my palate cleansing. To heck with the story. Just give me some steamy stuff reads, which is exactly what Entangled looks like for in this brazen line the relationship starts with sex and love comes later somewhere in the midst of a lot more sex and that is just what the officer off limits delivers um now that i'm reading it i'm like oh this entangled that they were talking about is actually (laughs) the type type of book um but i will say i mean that is what it delivered and if that's what it's promising then i feel like the book hit its mark Yeah. Yeah. You know, so if I'm judging it against like other romance novels and stuff like that where I'm having a different expectation, then I would say no. You want to get off? Then yes. Then yes. Absolutely. I hovered between a four and a five because I love Tessa Bailey so much. These books fill me with such joy because A, you know, I love to dirty talk. I love the repartee. Mm -hmm. I also love like the speed of her books. Like you said, like you jump right in and you're fucking in this book and it like takes you along and kind of sweeps you away. A lot of times we've been reading books where there's just a lot of beginning mm-hmm. and sometimes it's really well done and sometimes it's world building and great. And sometimes I'm like, okay, but what's the point of this story? Yeah, <laughs> What's going to happen? And I liked that this book was very clearly like, what's going to happen is, oh, they're going to fall in love. Gonna, yeah. Like that's what this book is about. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to make it about a lot of other things. They didn't, she didn't try and put in like a ton of suspense or yeah. a ton of like the hostage thing didn't last for fucking 18 chapters. <laughs> like she was like, this book yeah. is about them meeting and about story. Like realizing she was holding herself back with the other guy, realizing Daniel accepts all of her and like brings out new sides. Daniel realizing I'm actually not the piece of shit I think I am. And everyone really likes me and I need to accept that. Yeah. Them finding each other. Dad pulling some strings. Lots and lots of hanging. Happiness. Happiness. Which, I have one question for you, Bridget. Tell me. Would you be willing to read a book that instead of front-loading, like, all the information about the world, it just had, like, maybe a glossary in the front that literally spelled out what the rules of the world were before you dove in? 
Yeah, I mean, I've read some of those in, like, the more fantasy sci-fi space where they have, like, glossaries or they have, like, the beginning is, like, a like a prologue that's maybe a, the equivalent of half of a chapter. And it just, like, sets everything up, like, years ago. And yeah. da, 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 da. In this land, so-and-so is the king and blah, blah, blah happened. And now we're with so-and-so and they're about to go on a quest. And then it's like, bam, you're yeah. in a quest. <laughs> Which I like. Yeah. I like. I don't mind a little dump. I also feel like in books like that, you know, where they have the map and they kind of have the world. Yeah. You you tend to get the they have to like tell you what's going on right away. Yeah. And so I feel like sometimes with I would rather have the emotions of the characters come out over the course of the book versus like, let me spend three chapters like setting this whole long ass backstory scene of their emotions before we even get into anything or they meet anyone or talk to anyone like, or, you know, like Mm -hmm. I'm like, but, but you could have done all this chapters one through 10 while they're talking to people or while in their mind as they're going to the grocery store or whatever they're doing. Yeah. Uh, But yes, I would totally read a book like that. Okay, cool. A lot of books have glossaries at the end. Yeah. Um, But I have, I have seen a couple that have them at the beginning. I would like it in the beginning, in my mind, like, you know, cause I like write stories and shit, but I'm always like, you know what? I just wish I could read a book where in the beginning it was like it explained what every character Valkyries. was. Valkyries, Valkyries yeah. are. It's, blah, it's blah, almost blah, blah. like a like magic cards. Yeah. Hero, you know, healing, healing points words. four. Well, yes, exactly. <laughs> magic points ten. <laughs> Special skills. Friends with yeah. vampires. You no. know. <laughs> and then anytime in the book where I was like kind of lost, I'm like, oh, you, what do they do? I can go to the glossary and check yeah. it out because that's what you did as a kid. Yeah. Half the time when you didn't know a word yeah, or you didn't know sure. whatever, you would have to go look that shit up and then go yeah. back to your book. So I've read a bunch of books where the glossary is extensive. I'm looking at you, Wheel of Time, and I'd be like, what the fuck? Is that person doing in this book? And then I'd be like, who are they? Who are they? They were, they were in this book four books ago. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? What? Oh, I remember them. Yeah. Okay. But that would be super helpful. And then if you remember, the book is not giving you all this backstory that you already know because you've read already books one and two. Sure. Or whatever. And you can just check the glossary and then you can go back into your I book. really don't like in books that are series. So this is in a series technically and yeah. all the characters are linked together. So they all work together. Yeah. Um, and or our friends. and But their books are very standalone. This book, you need you did not need to read books one and two. I was not lost at all. They didn't even mention the other couple. I do not like in books that are clearly sequential, when in book three or book two or book four or book 12, there's an extensive amount of time spent on repeating the plot of previous <laughs> books. Yeah, It's okay if you like casually mention like a one-line thing. But I have read books where it's like, they'll spend paragraphs. And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, I just read book two. I know (laughs) what happened. Hello, you can't read these books out of order. What do you think I need to catch up? Like, and I get they have to catch up a little bit because like maybe I read it a year ago or something. But like, it could be a little catch up. It doesn't need to be. It didn't need to be a big catch up. up. Also, that bugs me. Didn't know this was book three. So it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, love the book. Gave it. Give it a solid smut report. Okay? Smut list. I can't decide if I'm at a four or five, Johnny. I'm going to go with a four. I think I'm going to go with a five. I just love her. I love this book. Well, you I have had to so go much fun. Because if I'm at a four, you're definitely at a five. I love this book. Yeah. I also read book five, you guys. Shawnee. Yeah. <gasps> I'm almost disappointed in myself that this isn't, book five isn't the one that we read. Because it. Is I feel like even that has, sexier than first of all, this book. I feel like every Tessa <sighs> Bailey book, 
you that <laughs> you say that you're like I read this one, but oh my god, Shani, it should have been this one because this was even smuttier. And then it's you not read a about new being one. smuttier; it's about the type of sex. So let me oh, tell you a story. BD- is it the BDSM one? Oh, let me just tell. Let me just you know tell my you. Language. I do. <laughs> let me just tell you what's happening in it. Yeah, and then you can go treat yourself. Okay. okay. So one of Daniel's friends on his thing, Matt, who you meet, the one who doesn't talk very much. Mm-hmm. And you know a man who doesn't talk very much is intriguing. Yeah. Because you're like, what's under that shit? No, you know I like a man with I know. few words. <laughs> few words. A lot, a lot of action. action. So he's a sniper. Mm. And Ooh, that means he's he supposed to be driving Brent's little sister home from college as a favor. Okay. But. Brent's little sister. She ain't little, is she? She not little. She just graduated from grad school. And she sees him in the coffee shop and immediately lusts after him. And so she decides to pretend that she's her friend. Because he was supposed to drive them both. But her friend went to with her boyfriend to a lake house. She's oh. supposed to drive them both. Okay. But she pretends to be not the sister because he she knows he won't hit on her. If it's the sister. Exactly. And she bites her lip at him, flounces her hair, and she's in little short shorts. Uh-huh. And he's like, she must know what she's doing. And uh-huh. then she looks up and he's like, oh, she knows what she's doing. So they go back and he's trying to ignore her in the car because he's still like, okay, it's his little sister's best friend. Like, yeah. I can't. And she's like, you know, squirming in her seat and crossing her legs and crossing her legs. And he's just like, finally, he just like snaps. And it's just like. Oh, you you know it? what you're doing. You put on all this <laughs> vanilla lotion, like looking all good. Ooh, vanilla all good. lotion. She she put on vanilla lotion. Yeah, because she, she shaved her legs that and her guess, bikini line because she knew she was trying to get that some. That smells like cookies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the car breaks, and there's only one hotel room. Oh, Actually, that's bed. not true. There are two, <laughs> oh. but the the guy at the motel desk is giving her creepy looks, and so he's like, "No, we'll take one room. Fuck yeah. you, you creep." So they go in. And he's like, I'm going to take a cold shower. I got to get away from you. And she's like, okay. And she hops out of the bed. And he's, she thinks he's in the shower. And she turns on porn. <laughs> and she's like, oh, it was just the first thing that came on. And he's like, I know you watch porn. And then he's like, still has control. And he's about to leave. And she wraps her arms around him from behind and is Oof. like, please don't leave. And then he shoves her up against the door. Oh, always a good move. Hard. Yeah. And then the dirty talk starts. Oof. And then the domineering starts. Oof. And he starts spanking her. Ooh, spanking. And she likes it. Oh, she likes it. And he spanks her, and then he's rubbing, and she's like, don't rub, I like this thing. And Ooh. he loses his oh. fucking mind. <laughs> and then, Shawnee, yeah. he finds out she's not the sister later. And she's been a bad, bad girl. Ooh, she's she, been a bad, bad girl, Shawnee. She's a bad. It's she good. Bad. It's also... She don't get spanking. She get, it's also shorter, too. It's only 175 pages. Oh, so that, You hop that, in. That's yeah. a bathroom read right there. <laughs> You hop in that book. You could drive home right now and you could probably read most of it. It's probably only like three or four hours of audio. Probably. And um, anyways, it's really good. So you guys, Line of Duty book five also. Five stars. Mm -hmm. Great book. Tessa Bailey, I love you. I love these books. Yeah. Until then, you guys. May your books be a lover. And your hand your best friend. Yowza. Hey. Thanks for hanging in with us, romance readers. Head over to Instagram to continue chatting with us. We're super friendly. We want to cackle with you. We want to know what your favorite sex scene was. And we need more book recommendations. If you want to read along with us, go to our website, romanceataglance.com, to see what we're reading next. And we'll see you next podcast.